Oh, Fusco, Fusco. Here we are again. We're back. It's time. Hey, uh, hey, Andy. Yes, Josh? You don't really um, dirtbags my Olympics. What's that, Josh? When you realize that your only contribution to the bagpiping scene and bagpiping culture overall, the only thing you'll be remembered for is um, essentially telling stories of people fucking and pooping themselves. <laughs> In pi- during the course of pipe band life on your radio show. Yeah, someday when this civilization is buried under sand like, like Egypt and somebody discovers us and they discover this radio show or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Like, think of, think of this. Understand. One, one day, one day, my great, great grandkids, the magic of the internet. Because <laughs> this never goes away. While they're, while they're huddled in their nuclear bunker. <laughs> And trying to pass the time with yeah, any trying, trying to pass the time technology with they have. anything they have, um, they'll be listening to this. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Josh. You're listening to the Chain Rank Podcast. With me, as always, is my bearded co-host, Andy. That's me. And this is a bit of an explicit show, so if you're sensitive in the ear region, you have, especially for this episode. <laughs> yeah, this is a big one. <laughs> especially for this one. Um, you have five seconds to uh, go listen to something else, and that's five, four, three, two, one. Fuck. Oh my goodness. It, can you believe it's already Dirtbag Olympics Part 3? It's just the years flying by. Yeah, Apparently. I mean, episode 42, Dirtbag Olympics Part 3, and, <laughs> and here we are. How many of these can we do, do you think? How, how when we will, run out of stories. I about to say, we'll definitely run out of stories, <laughs> I think, before. We'll, we'll, <laughs> supply will exceed demand. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. Everybody, everybody wants Dirtbag Olympics. Nobody wants to actually send shit in for Dirtbag Olympics. Yeah, it does take a little bit of begging, but yeah. thankfully, we did get some excellent we do. submissions. We got some, we got some really good submissions. It's all about the quality, right? Not yeah, quantity. yeah. I mean, I think that I think that you know, getting really horrific stories is better than getting a lot of really boring ones. That's correct. And what's even more fun in my mind is when you get a bunch of your friends who are. Um, you know, regular guests on the show to read them for you and it makes them super uncomfortable. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. That's even better. So, um, yeah, so this uh, edition of the Dirtbag Olympics, it's a bit of a change in format. We actually got some some regulars from the show that you may or may not recognize when you hear them and they're going to be reading the story submissions that we got. Yeah, it's super exciting to have all these special guests all on one show. All on all, all on one show, yes. <laughs> um, a bit of a clip show, but not quite. Not quite a clip show. <laughs> but real quick before we get into that, I just want to let everybody know, you can review the show on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, wherever. You can find us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter. Um, I have been using the Snapchat a little bit lately. I'm still, I'm still bad at it. Yeah, just, just use Instagram. Why do people <laughs> not use Instagram? It's permanent, people. It's not that big a deal. Um, you can send us emails, chanaran at gmail.com, and you can send us voicemails to be played on air. Not on this episode, mind you, but on future episodes. Also, check out the Channerant store at channerant.com and feel free to invite and share with any of your friends who have as sick of a fucking sense of humor as you do. Yeah, tell them to be one of the sick. Tell them to be one of the sick. <laughs> Hashtag one of the sick. Oh, God, now we have another one. <laughs> Somebody already started uh, using it, so. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, so. Um, do we want to give like a brief his- history of the Dirtbag Olympics? Everyone kind of knows, I think. Um, the yeah, idea, the idea behind the Dirtbag Olympics is um, through the course of you know day to day pipe band life, we were often exposed to uh, debauchery Shenan- and yeah, shenanigans. shenanigans. Yeah. yeah, you know, like things things that are completely um, fucked in the head, <laughs> and and only people that are pipe band people and are equally as fucked in the head think are as funny as we do. Yes. <laughs> 
when we talk about the special little segment of the population that is pipe band. It's very small, but it's very... Um, wide. Yes. <laughs> it's not it's very curvy. deep. <laughs> it's not very deep, but it's very wide. The pipe uh, band circle is like a tuna can, right? Is yeah, that? yeah, it's something like that. No, it, the, the pipe band community is... Um, a, it's mostly made up of people with an incredibly sick sense of humor. Otherwise, why would they play our instrument yeah how do we come up with this though originally was it by accident <sighs> i think it was honestly i have to go back and listen to dirtbag olympics episode one the first i'm sorry the first dirtbag olympics but yeah. i don't know I don't, I don't remember it's kind of like you know where did uh, where did rainbows come from <laughs> why is the sky blue why did how does a v6 motor <laughs> why work? are boobs good nobody knows it just works <laughs> it just is it just works <laughs> So, our first story, um, and all all names and every, everything has changed to protect the guilty. Absolutely. We're not protecting the innocent here. We're protecting the guilty. <laughs> so, Let's the names honest. names are changed, locations are changed, and we even have guest readers to read these stories just so that, um, you know, we don't get in as much trouble. Also, because it's just really funny to hear some of these people say some of the things some in of these the words, stories. Yeah. <laughs> and we did not let them pre-read the stories. No, they, we didn't. We they no read one, it live. Yeah, they had, to, they had to read it live in the first recording. So, we got their actual reaction. And then now you, as the listener, will get our reaction to their reaction. <laughs> it's it's like reaction inception. It's, like a, it's a giant reaction. Yeah, don't, don't read too much into it, kid. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right, here we go. Big Rab. I actually, do we have a title for this one? Um, oh, yeah, this is a story. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is a story that I've affectionately titled because I ran out of time, Girl Punched in Bar. Wow, that's creative. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear the story, it'll be very obvious where he came up with this title. But uh, all right, here's Big Rab to tell the story of Girl Punched in Bar. Hi there. You're welcome to the Dirtbag Olympics Part 3 with myself, Pooh Bear, Big Rab from the Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks for having me along, guys. Well, we have a story here from an anonymous source. Yeah, let's start. I was on my first post-parade pub crawl with a band, and the first stop was a totally dirty bird Irish bar. They're the best kind of bars. This is in a small city in the industrial northeast. I didn't know the place's reputation, but it had an Irish name, so I thought I was on comfortable turf. After our first set, I go up to the bar, shoot a Jameson, and start chatting with this pretty good-looking brunette sitting there. I'm trusting myself on this, because it's still pretty early in the drinking day, and I got corroboration later from a couple other people in the band. She makes a quick trip to the bathroom due to my due diligence and asks the dude at the bar if I'm pissing anyone off by chatting to this girl. I, say, I like that. That's cool. Okay. Being careful. Yeah. Making sure you don't chat up someone's wife. Yeah. And he assures me I'm fine. Though her uncle owns the bar. Oh, okay. Careful now. Couple of shots later, and to my surprise, the Piper magic has worked and we're making out in the bar. Go on, son. <laughs> nice. She may have been drinking since the morning hours. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, after a few minutes, my pipe major comes over and asks if I'm done. Meaning, can we play the second set now and get on with our lives? <laughs> of course, I'm half embarrassed, half swaggering. But we play, then leave. Leaving my number with the girl, of course. But... As the band is heading out the door, some sort of commotion breaks out behind us. And it turns out some guy has actually punched the hot girl. What? Dang. Punched the hot girl. But in the confusion, 
I get no clue if it had anything to do with me. Dang. The hero of the story is the pipe major's son-in-law, who pulls the dude who threw the punch away from the hot girl. Okay. While the rest of the band pushes out the door. I definitely never heard from this girl, and we had to drop that bar from the pub crawl next year. Not just because of me, but also because someone got murdered there next fall. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> the story lives on as legend. Holy crap. This story lives on as legend. Jesus. <laughs> what kind of bar was that? Oh, my God. All right, so that's that's the first story. Yeah, that was that was, that was our by um, some might recognize him. Um, I hear he's a slightly prominent podcaster from Northern Ireland. Uh, not so small rat. Yeah, the Pooh Bear, the himself. Pooh Bear, the Pooh Bear himself. <laughs> so holy shit! So the guy just decks the girl. Have you ever seen a girl get punched by a guy before in real life? Um, yes. Have you really? Yes, I have. I don't think I've ever seen it. I have seen it, but I but I then of course had to immediately cause violence to that person what happened um this was when i was in college and some of the listeners may know this but when i was in college i lived in a fraternity house (laughs) Uh uh-oh yeah and the general rule of thumb alert yeah big (laughs) douchebag alert the general rule of thumb for me was if i you know find you striking somebody i'm gonna throw you out a window so (laughs) that's ironic because i believe one of our stories has something to do with Getting thrown out a window. Being thrown out a window? Yeah. Something. I think I remember reading that. <clears throat> okay, so uh, now, Fusco, yes, I feel sir. like it's only fair that uh, we can't put all of the burden on our friends and guests, so you and I have to read some, too. Yeah, we might as well. Luckily, right? I picked one that's super boring and nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you certainly so did. You got I the will, easy job. So I will, uh, I will not be uh, inadvertently turned into a gif, <laughs> which I think is, I think is ideal. <laughs> So this this next story, um, I've affectionately titled "Lights Out at Pipe School." <laughs> it makes it sound makes it sound way way more cool way than it is. Cooler than it is. Um, <laughs> we, should we give some advice to the listeners who submit stories at this point, or don't make this? don't make them suck? Yeah, like write a, write it out, like you know. <laughs> well, the fun thing is is I, reading this story, I can I can you know I, I can understand that they were I can understand they were trying to hold back a bit so i can i can do some translating yeah translate i can translate because he was maybe he was trying to hide who he was or yeah something. it could be so so um well uh, granted but the, i can see i can see one three words in a row here that immediately make me think that i could probably figure out who this is <laughs> if you didn't know already if i didn't know right so <laughs> so the listener that figures out which three words immediately give this away <laughs> you get to win a you get to mug. win a prize yeah <laughs> you get to win a mug that was misprinted <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, okay, so stayed out after lights out at piping school one year with a hot blonde from up north. North of the wall, I assume. <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Game of Thrones lately. <clears throat> we just sat and talked for a long time in one of the lesson rooms until we heard security coming to investigate some noise. Okay. Then we went to bed. Good but, night. Yeah, yeah, say. <laughs> so, quick, quick interjection. Sat and talked for a long time either means that you uh, spit the worst game ever of anybody in the history of time. You're right. Or until we heard security coming to investigate some noise means you were not just fucking talking. 
Right. Yeah, he's hiding something. He's hiding there's something. There's something being something being hidden. Hey, it could be a she. It could be a she talking about a hot blonde from up north. Who knows? <laughs> That's a good point. But he ne- he or she never says the source of the noise if it was them or not. Right. Uh, so so we're gonna you know take some creative license yeah, and right. just assume it's them. that they were doing a Dutch rudder. <laughs> Is there enough people in the story for a Dutch rudder? Yeah, I mean, I think you only need one technically. For those two. for those of you listening along at home who don't know what a Dutch rudder is, it's when you hold your private parts and the other person moves your arm, so they're not touching you, and you're not necessarily masturbating. Oh, see, my thought the loophole. My ex- my <laughs> explanation of Dutch rudder was something similar, but it's essentially two guys ha- grabbing each other's junk and then grabbing each other's arms and then sort of moving well, back yeah, and yeah, forth. But, yeah, but you don't have to, it doesn't have to be mutual, I don't think. Oh, I suppose and, you, and, you know, we'll, we'll, put that out, we'll put that out to the listeners. Um, if you're if you're listening to the Chain Rant Podcast, Dirt Bag Olympics episode, or Dirt Bag Olympics part three. Episode 42. <laughs> episode 42. Um, yeah, send us a tweet um, with your best guess of, with your understanding of what a Dutch writer is using the hashtag Dirt Bag Olympics three. Yeah. And the winner will get the one um, with the cool story will get our appreciation and a mis- and a, and a, mis- and a misprinted <laughs> coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, so the security comes to investigate the noise to avoid to avoid being caught. We hid in the ladies' room. Now the fact that they say hid in the ladies' room instead of just went into the ladies' room mm-hmm. that that does give me some idea of, of uh, male you know, versus female. Male versus female. Turns out security was investigating another group next door, so we didn't even need to hide. But we ended up just hooking up on the floor of the bathroom anyway. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering why, unless they forced you to have roommates in this pipe school, maybe. Why did you, you have to hook up on the floor of the bathroom? Yeah, they have nowhere to go? Like, did, was your roommate not a buddy and was like, put the sock in the door hole? Yeah, man. Just like, like, okay. I mean, who hasn't, who hasn't uh, you know fooled around at pipe school before i mean me but other than that i have (laughs) (laughs) so um okay so i mean that's the whole point yeah it's essentially uh spring break for bagpipers (laughs) for nerds it's essentially it's essentially analog droner (laughs) but we just ended up hooking up on the floor of the bathroom anyways it probably wasn't the most sanitary hookup ever okay here's here's where i take some issue all right because um, of my many careers in my storied rise to power as a prominent second best bagpiping podcaster in the world. Right. I did have a job as a janitor once before. Really? And I can guarantee if you're on the floor of the ladies room, it's most certainly not the most, most sanitary hookup ever because the ladies room is always the most disgusting fucking bathroom. Is it really? Always, dude. Always. But men just piss on the floor. They're like... No, this is like... Don't know how to is, aim it's like shit. an insane asylum. It's like people are smearing shit on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, I did not know that. Like, I, I, I used to clean... I used to clean bathrooms in an actual, like, office building. Uh-huh. And the ladies' room, I swear to God, they were trying to summon the devil. They were like... <laughs> they were like pentagrams drawn with shit on the wall... And just like toilet paper strewn about and everything, like at least like though, yeah. Every now and then you miss the bowl, mm-hmm. but this was like how do women miss the bowl? This was like you missed the bowl. Not only did you miss the bowl, you like bent over and just spackled the wall. You know, I got, did I ever tell a story about that? About you spackling the wall? Or? No, no, no. <laughs> about 
I don't want to get into it now, but I'll save it for another episode. My, my first it, job. Could it be a dirtbag Olympic story? No, it's just a <laughs> shitty fucking story. Literally? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is about women. Okay. <laughs> I'll save that so one. Anyway, um, if I ever told to, that story. To the submitter of Lights Out After Pipe School. Um, yeah, I feel like that's that's got to be a standard thing. People just hook up. But don't do it on the bathroom floor. And if you're going to do it on the bathroom floor, do it in the men's room. Yes. Apparently it's way cleaner. It's cleaner. And if people walk in on you, they don't give a fuck. (laughs) Exactly. If if a dude walks in and you're making out on the floor of the men's room, we're just going to be like, "Mm, all right, whatever. And then take a (laughs) pee and then we're going to (laughs) leave. Ain't nobody going to call the fuzz on you. (laughs) Uh, So, should we go to the next one? Yeah, now I'm going to have to get all the emails saying I'm sexist. That's right. That's usually me. Oh, yeah. Well, it's role reversal. Yeah. (laughs) I'll, I'll just... Tell you what, I'll insult the shit out of uh, associations this week, <laughs> and you, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll be, and I'll be sexist. Yes, <laughs> tag, you're it <laughs> exactly. But speaking of sexist, uh, Joe Brady is the next <laughs> presenter. Speaking of speaking of molesting people on the floors of bathrooms, <laughs> we have a we have a story from Joe Brady. We have a former cop going to read a story about the time he molested this child. Oh wait, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, oh. <laughs> and that was the last time Joe was ever on the uh, show. Joe's gone. Sorry, everybody. F, F you, Joe, Joe Brady. Brady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Joe's got a great story. What's this one called? I, um, I this know. one I I actually haven't gotten to read because it wasn't in the right section of the notes. So I've affectionately named it Guy Wanking. Perfect. I like this one. Okay. So here we go. Joe Brady. Which would be a good pseudonym. Like if I was an author and I wrote romantic novels, like like the the <laughs> lust of the forest written by Guy Wanking. <laughs> hey why not (laughs) all right here we go joe brady reading guy wanking this is joe brady from raleigh north carolina (laughs) why does he use his name story from a lady everybody knows who he is (laughs) each year my band attends a four-day festival at which we perform multiple times per day i've heard plenty of stories about crazies that attend this particular event so now i have mine to add to the ridiculous mix We had just finished one of the many performances of the weekend, and were on our way back to the band campsite when a chain of handcarts came alongside us. Drifting to the side of the road, we stopped walking so the handcarts would have room to pass. This forced us into a crowd of people waiting to use the port-a-johns lining the roadside. After a few moments, one of the members admittedly called out for us to keep walking. Confused and cramped, The band shuffled alongside the handcarts, but a few members were whispering amongst each other and grimacing in disgust. When we were back to camp, our band erupted into questions. Did you see that? Incredulous. We shared details on what had transpired back at the toilets. People give me shit for saying Here's the rundown of what our members had seen. As we were drifting off to the side of the road, one of the festival goers had emerged from a portageon. This particular guy must have found the festival much more exciting than the rest of us, (laughs) considering he had his pants down around his ankles and a hand down the front of his boxers. He was absolutely going to town yanking it. (laughs) When satisfied, he grabbed his pants, zipped them up, and casually strolled off. That's a power move. That is absolutely. That's a hell of a power move. What kind of balls (laughs) must you have to do that? In front of people. What, what what most people don't realize is I immediately recognize this story because I was there. It was Big Rab at the Worlds. Yeah. 
I watched it with my own two eyes. <laughs> Ironically enough, Rab has giant balls, yeah. so that makes sense. Yeah. He walked out of one of those octagonal <laughs> porta johns, just <laughs> fucking beating the one-eyed wonder weasel. <laughs> no wonder he's uh, the number one podcast. The number one, number one bagpipe Back podcaster <laughs> in the world. Yeah, yeah. He, he really brings it for the show, apparently. He'll do anything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he, he does not subscribe to No Nut November. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's great. Um, Fusco, have you ever jerked off in public after emerging from a porta potty? This year? No. I don't think I've ever. No. Not this year? Not this year. <laughs> I've never. Hmm. I don't think I've ever jerked off in public. Good money in it. Well, there was, a, there was, there was those couple <laughs> down years after the recession here in Vegas. Does like a peep show booth count? Like when I'm performing, I mean. I mean, uh, not if you're wearing a mask. That's true. They yeah. didn't really know who. Yeah. It was. So then nobody knows, <laughs> dude. Why do you Why do you think I splurged and got the uh, perfect replica of the 1989 <laughs> Batman Batman mask worn by Michael Keaton? <laughs> I'm Batman. Cool. I was. <laughs> I feel bad for poor Robin having to clean those windows. <laughs> 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 on, the bat, uh, on the inside of the Batmobile? Uh, inside of the Batmobile. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have another story, right? Move the show. <laughs> so, Fusco, this next story actually ties into something we talked about ages ago on the podcast, which is um, Rennies. Yeah, and what a wild bunch the, they the are. Wild, the wild <laughs> Renfair people. And I don't know if anybody, I don't know if anybody believed us. But like, well, no, I mean, everybody that's in a pipe band must have encountered they must this. Have. They must have encountered this at some point, the, yeah. the crazy Renfair people. But I, I wonder how many pipe band people hang out after like not essentially nine or whenever it closes. Oh, man. Yeah. Like when all the, the really everyone's just like camping and it gets real, gets real uh, orgy strange. Yeah. Whatever. God knows what happens. Never have I seen <laughs> more ugly people just going at it. <laughs> More white asses in the air. Hey man, you do you. Away. Yeah, you you, do, you guys do you, man. I I have no judgment here. I've been there <laughs> there's, by. There's no judgment on the on the Channery podcast, guys. I've been there by sort of. I guess you could say bad luck, where I hung out with some belly dance people post nine o'clock, just to have drinks and stuff, and then I'm like, all right, I I gotta go. Oh, yeah, because them belly's gonna be dancing. <laughs> oh my god. You, well, okay, we have friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to insult them, but I'll leave it alone. <laughs> All right. So, um, so this next this next uh, story we've affectionately named "Aliens Will Find It." Hello there, to all of the six. This is Ozzy Broad calling in for Death Bag Olympics, uh, and I've got a letter here from a gentleman uh, who has sent it into the gents for me to read. So here goes. <laughs> So, the band was playing at the Ren Fair quite a few years ago. It was in a little town outside a major city and really brought out the freaks and geeks. Well, that's what all of us are, aren't we? <laughs> uh, we played on and off throughout the day, and myself and our drum major made friends with the Mead guy, ooh, nice, um, who was set up right by the main stage. We proceeded to drink heavily and make friends with the locals, especially the ladies, because Mead goggles. <laughs> Uh, so as the day wore on, the night came and things got interesting. I was being followed around by a couple of 19-year-old winners who were in some guild or another. I was about 32 at the time. All I know is that they were fugly with big knockers, and I'm a sucker for knockers. <laughs> well, he's honest. <laughs> so at some point, one of the girls started walking around arm in arm with me. Uh, somewhere around the witching hour, she led me back to her tent, which looked like something out of Aladdin. Big pillows, heavy hanging drapes, completely open to the world and the creatures of the area. <laughs> and I don't mean the animals. 
Anyway, she laid me down gently in this big sea of pillows and we started making out. She put her hand up my skirt, which was a first for me. I'd never messed around in a kilt before. It seemed like a mystery how to do it easily, much like trying to figure out how to, how to make poop in a kilt. <laughs> make poop, that's an interesting way of saying it. Uh, so she proceeded to work her way down and give me, truly, the most amazing blowjob I've ever received up to that point in my life. Hmm. High benchmark, I guess. Uh, I thought the old broads were supposed to be amazing, but this young thing was a pro at a young age. <laughs> I wonder where she learned the trade. Like a true gentleman, I warned her I was going to blow. And like a true lady, she didn't give a shit. Boom! <laughs> right down the old gullet. Oh, like a true chanter enter, though, I wasn't done. I tried to work my way into bone town. She was resistant at first, as the red devil was in her belly that weekend. <laughs> oh, oh, my God! God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> then I used one of the most useful lines I've ever used to get into a girl's britches. I said... Think about tomorrow and what you'll feel like if we don't. You don't want to regret not getting with me, right? Isn't that the line from Independence Day? <laughs> uh, I'm paraphrasing, but I'm sure my drunken game was smoother than that. I know for sure I used the regret concept, though. <laughs> Classic. Oh, anyway, she bought it and said, let's get it on. So I boned her in my kilt. Then in the middle of it all, I thought, how the hell am I going to get out of this situation without fucking my band own kilt? It was your band kilt, man. Come on. <laughs> so fucked up. See, this is why they don't All right, how am I going to get out of this without fucking up my band own killed. Uh, who knows what blood and guts are going to come out of this situation. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I have no recollection of how I did it, actually. I think I must have taken it off halfway through as I was actually quite scared about that part. So the next morning I woke up at like 6am in a panic. I had a, oh, I had a wedding to play that day. <laughs> There's no time for dry cleaning then. Um, and at 10am I had no idea where I was or what was happening. My uniform was strewn all over the tent and I was freezing my ass off. So I threw myself together, kissed her goodbye. Oh, what a gentleman. Uh, hit the potty potty and got the fuck out. Somewhere there is a condom. <laughs> Somewhere there is a condom half buried in a park in Buttbug Nowhere, America. <laughs> and when the aliens come many years from now and try to understand what happened to the human race, they might find that condom and use some fancy technology to see what happened that night. And they will say to themselves, these, <laughs> these filthy beasts didn't deserve to survive but you did not deserve to survive if you do that to a big <laughs> my friend oh my God. <laughs> holy shit <laughs> that's Aussie Rod reading, yeah. Uh, yeah that's our good friend Ozzy our good friend Ozzy Osbrod if you couldn't tell um, if you're not a regular listener to the show oh my goodness that was that was fantastic we're ramping up oh it's getting yeah, slowly it's getting, bigger and better it, yeah it's getting it's getting real <laughs> Oh fuck, that's funny! What Dude, a what band, a Chan-a-ran champion that guy yeah, is. The band the band kilt thing is the funniest thing because <laughs> that is a, that is a concern. Like even even if, <laughs> as as they so eloquently put, the red devil wasn't in her <laughs> belly. <laughs> Imagine the, I do I do like uh, the analogy drawn though by where it's like you know fucking in a kilt is just like trying to figure out how to poop in a kilt. <laughs> it's like you don't want to mess makes it sense. up. It's yeah, equally like, as difficult. Like I've gotten, I've got a blowjob in a kill before. That's easy. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah you just kind of hold it out. Why well, you take but... everything out of your sporin because you want to be a gentleman? It's <laughs> a lot of weight. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, but like, because yeah. we've discussed this on the show for sure. Like, yeah. making making poop on a making <laughs> <laughs> poop. Yeah, great great way to put it. Great um, way to put it. <laughs> I don't want to get too sciency on the Chain Rain podcast, but if you have to take a shit, you've already made the poop. Well, I suppose that's true. You're that's just getting point. rid of it now. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Didn't didn't mean to bring a bunch of science into our into our bagpipe 
fucking it's, screwing Rennies and it's <laughs> super difficult to shit in a kilt though, right? And waking and porta Essentially, I just take it off. I just always, I always, take away, it off. Yeah. I always take it off. It's just so I, I, I poo bear it, dude. I take everything off from the from the <laughs> you Donald Duck from it? the navel down. <laughs> I Donald Duck that shit. Yeah, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to get. I don't want to dirty my kilt. That's a thing. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Especially after a couple drinks, you never know, man. You don't want that thing. You don't want that thing hitting the water of the bowl. <laughs> granted, oh, it, Jesus. granted, I now so, realize why so many service bands wear dark colored tartans because you wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, I had to get at least I'm one not, shot. Yeah, in. One shot. In. Yeah. So, but this this episode is bringing up so many questions for us to poll i think i'm going to do lots of polls now but the next poll i'm thinking of is uh how many people have boned in a band owned kilt and uh i'm just curious like, so so people really like, avoid it or so you're you're talking about like straight on intercourse yes like potential fuck it up like or make it gross and dirty i think i feel like you can make it gross and dirty with a beach or an hj too so well you could uh, i'd say also um why why are we not you know you, have you ever heard the term otp hj no. The over the pants hand job? No. <laughs> why don't why don't we have the, the UTK? Why don't we have the UTKHJ, the under the kilt hand job? It's <laughs> a good idea. Huh. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's been done many a time in the history of pipe bands. Yeah, but, but yeah, but when you do it it's just masturbating. <laughs> we were walking through. <laughs> I, I don't know, it doesn't, but it doesn't count as a hand job if you do it to yourself, Fosco. I don't know if, if you remember post worlds last year when we were walking through the the bus line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to know the shit. A lot of U-T-H-H- I don't even want to know the stuff going on on them buses, man. <laughs> Let me just put it this way: I didn't, I didn't touch uh, any surf, any flat surfaces on the bus if I can yeah. avoid it. I'm pretty sure I saw Stuart Little and Andrew Douglas giving each other hand jobs underneath the bus. Wow, well, that's well, that's what we found them doing when we opened the <laughs> oh, exactly yeah, yeah. yeah when we opened the compartment where they're, they were hiding. <laughs> they were doing something. And if you want to see that video, go to LasVegasPipeBand.org <laughs> okay. or uh, slash YouTube yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the fuck yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or we're cross marketing, son of a god damn it. <laughs> Are we, we're, we're co-sponsored now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're gonna love that. Okay, so um, so I uh totally took the coward's way out and got an easy story. Fusco, yes. you're up next. Yeah, I got a long. You're one. our you're our next dirtbag Olympics reader. Yeah, we're not gonna make anybody do anything we wouldn't do. So this unlike <laughs> this next story, <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one, and this one we affectionately titled the booger sugar (laughs) (laughs) they're not all sex stories ladies and gentlemen sometimes it's just getting yourself in a bad situation sometimes nobody gets laid in fact (laughs) in in fact in pipe band most of the time time. nobody gets laid unless you're unless you're del boy yeah or or handsome uh handsome Handsome tony Tony, yeah fucking that you see the picture he posted on facebook i I know i I can't look at that he's at some wedding and i want to kill him yeah I can't look at his beautiful. So I can't look at his beautiful fucking mug. It makes <laughs> no, me want to punch him. I want to lick his face at this point. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so on with the show. The booger sugar. So I'm out for drinks with a group of bandmates, and one former bandmate, in what can be best be described as the lo- as the local last chance saloon for sad drunk people to try and bang uglies together. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't seen the former band. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't. There's quite a few of those in Vegas. I hadn't seen the former bandmate in years, and fresh out of the military, it was great to catch up on old times. Though I thought it was pretty weird that his mom came with him as well. Drinks on drinks on drinks ensue, and by the time everything is getting blurry and the beer goggles set in, I see one of my current bandmates trying to make moves on this guy's mom. 
with her current boyfriend present. Not to be one to discourage two consenting adults from making bad decisions, me and my former bandmate retired to the bar to scope out some girls that might be even remotely interested in giving the time of day to us drunk idiots. Anyways, the night goes on and my buddy turns to me and asks if I can pop out of the bar to help him with something real quick. I, being a great and admittedly quite drunk friend, say, sure, buddy, lead the way. Former bandmate friend leads me down the street to a parking garage elevator, and I'm already thinking this guy's going to try to diddle me. (laughs) (laughs) No judgment here, but I'm straighter than Stuart Little's bass drone, so that ain't going to happen. (laughs) This joker hits the elevator button, and we start rocketing up to the top floor of the garage. Halfway through the journey, he asks me if I'm armed. Oh, fuck. I've got... I've got a pocket knife on me, but needless to say, this question causes some alarm. We get to the top of the garage as I'm typing out my last will and testament on my cell phone, only to find a parked car all by itself with two fairly stern gentlemen standing guard nearby. My buddy goes into the car and I realize I'm at a fucking drug deal. (laughs) Not only am I at a drug deal, but the person distributing said narcotics is none other than the boyfriend of this guy's mom. The same mother my other friend was currently trying to tongue punch. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start. They to need- stole. They stole that shit from us. <laughs> well, I don't know. We don't have an ownership yeah, on tongue punch. That's true, but this is starting to get like a George R. R. Martin story because I need to. I need like a list of names and shit that's so going you keep on. Keep track right of who's who. <laughs> yeah, when it, the more anonymous it gets, the more confusing it is because you can't say anybody's name. So anyway, <laughs> what felt like hours later, my old bandmate emerges from the main office office of the world's worst cartel leader and comes back to me with a small packet that i would soon find out was cocaine he wasted no time with dabbing out a little line of booger sugar <laughs> on the concrete and promptly inhaling it like on on the ground like I, he's not clear here yeah it just but, says concrete that's yeah, funny okay at this there's point, no weights on the ground right i'm not a drug guy so i don't know like how far do they go i don't know do people snort concrete do people snort <laughs> cocaine off of the ground i have no, no idea, idea. <laughs> fuck's sake <laughs> so at this point is this like 1988 does miami have a pipe band because i'm I've never heard sh- of i'm pretty sure <laughs> the dade county pipe band yeah. district. i'm pretty sure i've figured out who this is <laughs> At this point, I was pretty much done with the whole endeavor and realized that I would have been better off if I had been leading, if he had been leading me here to try and diddle me. (laughs) (laughs) This shining example of pipe band life then tells me that the large gentleman guarding the boss might think I'm a narc if I don't partake. I've got no qualms with recreational drug use, but railing a line of coke in a parking garage to avoid getting tossed off the roof of said parking garage by two UFC rejects hardly fits my understanding of the word recreational. (laughs) (laughs) The next 27 hours were some of the most paranoid yet productive of my life. Still never found out whether or not my other friend ended up banging the guy's mom. (laughs) Keep up the good work, boys. Hashtag one of the six. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Well, somebody might have gotten laid in that story. We said that we weren't sure. So that's the side story to that. Yeah, the side story. That person might have gotten laid. Maybe that guy should have his friend write in with write in other side of that story. The other side of the dirtbag Olympic story. Yeah, (laughs) that would be amazing. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we can get that. Yeah, I'm sure we can make that happen. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! I'm just. I just can't stop laughing at the at the term booger sugar. That's the funniest fucking thing. It's just a funny word. It's a funny term. So I never. Yeah, I did not know that uh, Dade County had a pipe band. Google that shit because they must. There must be a pipe in it. <laughs> it's got to be. Somewhere. Like, I'm just imagining these guys in the fucking white, like, Miami Vice suits <laughs> with, like, the way too widespread collars and shit. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, but, like, with a kilt on. <laughs> 
Oh my god! Just think, Don Johnson for Miami Vice, but with a kilt. That's what I'm imagining here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus fuck. Christ! So, well, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got it, dude. So people are people are bringing out some of the big guns. There's some good on, ones on this Dirtbag Olympics. <laughs> I hope we don't. I hope we don't run this well dry. <laughs> We might have to slow down how often we do this. Yeah, because we need like <laughs> it takes a while to get some of these. I think we gotta find a way to. Well, maybe as it goes on, people will get more courageous when they hear other people get more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Because we did say this. One of the guys submitted one of these stories with a fake email that he made up. That which he was made one up one of the six. Yeah, at it, was like, it was like one of the six like at gmail.com. It's like, guy, like we're not gonna. He he didn't even want us to know. He who didn't he was. want us to know who he was. <laughs> we need, probably Joe Brady. We need. Yeah. <laughs> probably joe he's probably the one that was fooling around on the bathroom floor with some kid um yeah no i uh yeah we need some we, like we need to figure out an anonymous submission form just put it on the chain rant website yeah that's a good way to do it maybe yeah okay <laughs> all right i think we have our last one yeah this is the big finish. so a little bit of background here last time we did dirtbag olympics part two by far the winner was completely clear and it was our good friend Del Boy from Northern Ireland yep. telling the, ch- the <laughs> now infamous <laughs> cheeseburger story. Cheeseburger story. <laughs> McDonald's. It's funny to hear McDonald's. her say McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she, it, we got lots of requests to have Adele requests back to, have to tell Adele a story. Yeah. She's fucking hysterical. And she, so um, we have we have Adele back and a story that we've dubbed Sears, A Life Well Spent. Hi, this is Del Boy, and you're listening to Dirtbag Olympics on your favorite radio show, Channel Rant. Get this email up. So, this I'm going to read out my wee story now that I've just been passed over by Andy. I miss <laughs> so her. So, this one time, Andy. I was going to a gig and was dressed out in kilt and all, but needed a new shirt. The standard white Oxford and all that. Sounds promising so far. Had the girlfriend with me, so we decided to stop at a local department store. Just like most department stores these days, this one was a total derelict. There was like one person working there and no other customers. We walked around a bit and found a good shirt but I wanted to make sure it was going to fit my neck without being too tight. You know the feeling like a midget's hanging off the back of your shirt tails. When you're trying to play or or you've got a partner who's not into S&M nearly as much as you are. It's a pain in the ass and not in a good way. Yeah, we've all been there, dude. Anyways, this place is huge and deserted and it took us a while to find a dressing room. When we did, obviously no attendance. On top of that, it's kind of out of the way as far as the general store layout goes. So no help figuring out if there's keys or whatever. And the walls go floor to ceiling, almost like little wardrobe closets or something. Not like any other stores. So before I know it, she, my girl, grabs a shirt off the rack and strolls into the dressing room. I guess the shirt was to look like she had other business in there. But I got the hint. 
Oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> uh, oh. I was like, shit, yeah. And my spawn is immediately bouncing back and forth because it's not sure what side it wants to step on. <laughs> okay. I follow her into the last little secluded room and she pulls her dress up and we start going at it on the little bench and it's super hot she's like dripping all over (laughs) she's like dripping all over and we're both trying not to moan too hard it was straight out of a bad porno minus the part where we should get caught by a sexy cop who joins us and all that Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately for me, we didn't bring protection and she's not going to let me burst on her dress or inside <laughs> her. <laughs> so we're going to figure out what's about to go down in a hurry. I noticed my underwear in a wad on the floor. I know it's not regimental, but whatever. And grab them just in time to blow a big load and soak my boxers. <laughs> Dirty wee bastard. <laughs> so now we're done she's finished too I'm a gentleman and I'm standing here in the dressing room with a shirt off the rack now wrinkled a wet dick (laughs) (laughs) smearing juices all over the inside of my kilt aprons and a pair of boxers dripping cum and I'm like well shit (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like a fucking good day, mate. How am I going to go buy this shirt with a three-quarter chub still going on and wet undies now nowhere to hide them? Because I'm not putting those things back on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, lovely obliging lash she is. The girlfriend agrees to buy me the shirt from the one person working the store and I stand awkwardly facing away from the cashier with my wallet and phone in my hands and my spawn full of cum-soaked undergarments. Holy (laughs) shit. (laughs) Oh my God. Finally calmed down and headed out the rest of the day was a fucking delight. But now I can't drive by a seer... For what? I can't drive by a Sears without getting a hard on. <laughs> Good thing they're all going out of business. Salut, amigos. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Del. Um, uh, why do we always punish her the worst? Oh, it's great. Uh, so, the, the best thing about Dirtbag Olympics, in my opinion, at this point, yeah, is that we save the worst, most gross guy yeah, stories the, the way they most describe disgusting things shit for the lovely ladies to read oh, and they're God. like shocked that men no, talk like this <laughs> absolute savages no the funny thing for me is for, and I'm not speaking necessarily out of experience but there's such an easy solution there you put the fucking drawers in the bin your, your underpants you put yeah. them in the you put them in the garbage can yeah. you're in a store buy some underpants and buy the shirt <laughs> and just leave <laughs> Like, like throw uh, those fuckers out. Underpants are cheap. Unless you have some kind of sentimental attachment <laughs> to those underpants. I mean, essentially, it's a cum rag at that point. It's I mean, the cost of doing business, man. Just throw, yeah, that, throw yeah. that shit away. Why are you carrying that with you? My next question about this story, though, I was thinking about... Why, why did the whole store smell like oleander trees? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but that's a good one. My question was, did this... The, the whole part where he's like... 
uh, me and her are trying to decide what to do because I can't, because she's not on birth control, so I can't bust inside her or whatever the fuck. And, like, have you ever taken a health class, dude? Like, <laughs> you're fucked either way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you're, you're doomed. Uh, you know, uh, no condom, no no condom, yeah. no cry or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, no condom, much cry. Much cry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Dude, so I would love to know. Uh, I mean, really, Jesus Christ. Let's 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 get the follow up on that story nine months from now on Dirt, <laughs> on Dirt Bag Olympics Part Four. Let me tell you that time I got my girlfriend pregnant in the fucking uh, changing room of a department store. <laughs> hey, Dad, why is my name Sears? <laughs> you know what's funny about that is actually is is a, I, I was I recorded this with Adele. Yeah, and she had no idea what Sears was. She didn't know what he was talking oh, about. Shit, just like a department store. Yeah. And I was like, it's like Kmart or Walmart. Yeah. Or, she's like, what? Like, Don't worry about that little Tesco. <laughs> well, Tesco's like a grocery store, though, right? It's, it's got a little bit of everything. Does it? Okay. Any any store that sells both produce and hammers has a little bit of everything. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I can't tell you. We spent a lot of time in Tesco buying beer and Dude, like, the, whiskey. Yeah. I feel like we were there every fucking day. We went in... I think it was almost every day. Buying beer and whiskey and we, like frozen meals and God knows what else. We went through like a handle almost every other day or so. <laughs> yeah, I think what? We did five weeks and we did what? Ten bottles? Ten, ten bottles of whiskey. Oh, ten bottles of whiskey in five weeks. In five weeks, That's yeah. alcoholism That's, right there. We are champions. So. You got to keep in mind though, one, we were at sea level, so <laughs> dead easy. Yes, yeah, it's, it's way easier to drink at sea level. Let me and, and two, um, there's nothing else to do. There's n- not only is there nothing else to do. It's like it's like negative integers. I mean, of we like we like we would we would <laughs> we would go out. We would go out on occasion to like try to you know like pick up on locals or something. But you had to be hammered for that. Yeah, it was well. Yeah, it was slim pickings. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, everyone talks about Snapchat filters and like I don't get why everyone's posting pictures of themselves with Snapchat filters on make them look better. Spend what five think, weeks in Cookstown. And what do you think? Al- what do you think alcohol is? <laughs> It's a it's a live yeah it's a live Snapchat filter, filter. like <laughs> that little thing that you had that filter you like where it like smooths out the cheeks and makes your eyes bigger and puts the fucking puts like the halo around you yeah that's what booze does for me absolutely that just means I walk Dude, around and you have that shit all the time I'm again another poll's going out to the audience we are we're gonna we're gonna like this should sign, be like we're gonna first, sign a this should build be like the, the first chain around uh, the first chain around video should be well, snapchat dude, filters remember that life. guy that sent us a thing about like submit a rule to fucking wuspaba or some shit mm. we're gonna submit officially we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> in wuspaba rules we're gonna change the term beer goggles to snapchat filter <laughs> 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 or vice versa <laughs> oh, oh fuck's sake or, so, or we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a rule submission where anytime a anytime a solo competitor or a band is disqualified, it's officially changed. You're not it's not called disqualified anymore. It's called being chanteranded. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> it's like am I am I disqualified? No, you're just one of the six. Think we get people to <laughs> <laughs> think we get people to vote on that? Eh, why not? Well, speaking of voting, I think that. Oh, sorry, it said a big swig of beer. <sighs> <laughs> uh, okay, you'll edit that out, right? <laughs> sure. Um, okay, so I think that the Dirtbag Olympics Part 3, realistically, is the best time for us to start the process of... Inter- uh, the Olympics have winners. They have gold, silver, and bronze. <laughs> they do. So, 
we're I'm, gonna we're gonna do a poll when this. We're releases. gonna do a poll. So I'm I'm and by the time you're listening to this, um, like a day after that, the poll will be out. Yeah, so so we want Facebook, to Twitter. we want to have a gold, silver, and bronze winner for the Dirtbag Olympics. Let's do it for the six stories. And let, I'm just gonna quickly recap some of the stories. They'll be on the poll as well. But we have um, Big Rab reading the classic tale of girl punched in a bar. We have me um, reading the mediocre tale of Lights Out at Pipe School. We have Joe, F.U. Joe Brady, reading the um, medium tale of Guy Wanking in a Portageon. We have Ozzy reading, Ozzy Osbrod reading what was a fucking strong contender. Uh, the Ren Fair story of Aliens Will Find It. <laughs> We have Fusco, who did a great job with the story submitted to us, um, affectionately titled The Booger Sugar. <laughs> and Adele, uh, reigning champion in my mind, with Sears, A Life Well Spent. Yeah. So, should they vote on delivery and content? Or are we talking pure content? What are we talking about here? Well, I feel like the award will go to the... the Deliverer? Presenter, yeah. not to the writer, Right. Because we don't know the writers. We don't and know we they, can't yeah, say who they are. Like, so, yeah, yeah, we okay. can't say who they are. So I feel like the, the <laughs> presenter will be the one who wins. That's, okay, let's go with that. Because yeah. these guys will actually come on the show and accept the award for yeah. best presentation for I'll get Booger a, Sugar I'll, or whatever. I'll, I'll get a little, little <laughs> cheap-ass medal made. Like, I'm okay with that. I, let's do it. It'll, be, like it'll it. be gold medal, best presenter, <laughs> Dirtbag Olympics 2018. <laughs> Dirtbag Olympics Part 3, because there's probably going to be another Dirtbag Olympics. Well, no, not in 2018. No, it'll yeah, be 2019 It'll be 2019 for sure. Yeah. So that was a great, I am so happy. And I gotta, I gotta give some, I gotta give praise where praise is due here because, uh, my, my bearded co-host, Mr. Andrew Fusco, who me actually did a shit ton of legwork getting, (laughs) getting these things organized (laughs) and getting these interviews done. Uh, Like it was was quite fun though. I mean, I I enjoyed talking. I can always tell that you were, you were like, I can always tell when you're coming off of like the, uh, concert high. Because you're like still like produce, produce, produce. Dude, produce. I was super amped to like yeah. get shit done. Yeah. <laughs> when when Fusco starts sending me like task requests regarding Channerant, I'm like, oh shit, he's he's in a mood. Let's harness that shit. Yeah, you got to take motivation when it comes. So yeah, I feel like um, credit where credit is due. Dirtbag Olympics Part Three, Fusco. This is thank you, man. Is, Appreciate is, it. You you've done incredibly well. I don't think that we can call you a co-host anymore. I think we need to call you. Uh, a douchebag. Assist, I don't know, uh, something else. Assistant to the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is like some, this is some good producer shit, man. And I, yeah, I just want to, I want to give you the recognition you deserve I on the show. It. I appreciate because it. Because yeah. this, that, this, the work you put into this got me like quarter chub. I, I appreciate it, but the true winners are, are the, the listeners. Are the listeners. Yeah. In the end, all six of all, all six, all six of you who are listening to these horrible, horrible stories of degenerate, horrible people. <laughs> Apparently, hundreds of times. <laughs> yeah, the same six. We haven't over broken. We haven't broken thirty thousand yet. No, it's coming fast. It's coming. It's, it's coming, really coming fast. quicker than I thought. <laughs> it's coming faster than uh, whoever story number four was at Renfair. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck's sake! Oh Jesus! So. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay, uh, I'm I'm good to wrap up. You ready to wrap up? I am. I, I do have a plug if it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Before you do your plug, no, go for it, man. So on next week's episode, which I'm going to be in New York to record, you're going to be here. I'm going to be in New York. Well, you're going to be Over in New York doing it with our special guest, our very special guest. We have an episode coming to you. You're not going to want to miss. 
It is titled. We already have a title. That's how good it is. Which never happens. No, we're, we're usually, still not pre-planned. Usually, <laughs> usually Fusco texts me on Monday and says, what do we want to title this one? Do you have a song and do you have a title? Because I'm fucking lost. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a title for this one, and it's going to be called 10 Reasons Your Pipe Major Sucks. Oh. Ooh. Do we have any guests um, besides Andrew Douglas? It's or funny maybe should... some surprise guests that we won't mention it's, right now? It's funny you should bring that up, but we do have... Very good guest for this episode. I'm excited for Andrew Douglas. I have not talked to him in an age. It's been an it's been a coon's age. I don't think I've talked to him since Worlds. I haven't. I don't remember. I don't he think was on, so. I don't know. Did so we hard. have him on before Worlds. Hey, uh, Ozzy, if you're listening, yeah. let me know whether or not <laughs> Andrew's been on since Worlds. <laughs> but this is going to be a good episode. I'm going to be in New York for Thanksgiving. I'm going to get with him. We're going to call in to you. And we're going to yeah. do an episode called Ten Reasons Your Pipe Major Sucks." I'm excited. I can think of eight. Just thinking about me. Yeah, right? immediately. <laughs> I, I bet my reasons are different than his. I can think of seven about me myself. <laughs> but um, so that's coming up. So keep in touch with us for that. And then one more thing I wanted to mention is the, uh, if you didn't know, Josh, did you know the Piper's Dojo has a, a pipe school on a ship? It depends on how much they're paying for this ad. Are you aware of that? Depends on how much they're paying for this ad. <laughs> they're paying. Trust me. They're paying in special. Then yes, I hear it's the uh, <laughs> wonder of the seas, and it's an amazing chance not only for you to learn from some of the best instructors on the planet, but also to take your significant other and tour some of the most beautiful locations on the planet and just enjoy a luxurious vacation. This is the ultimate excuse to go to pipe school and vacation at the same time and not have your wife bitch and moan at you. And you may even get a blowjob out of it. I'm not guaranteeing that. The Dojo is not guaranteeing blowjobs. Well, strangely enough, if but you sign up for the Piper's Dojo Cruise and use the coupon code FUSCO, you get one free <laughs> blowjob. We're not going to say who it's from, but it's going to be a fuzzy face. That's yeah. all we got to say. We're not going to say who it's from, but it's going to be it's going to be like pounding your meat into a toothy beaver. <laughs> and if you're a female, uh, you're shit out of luck. I don't know what to say. If you're a female, he'll he'll give you a blowjob too. Fusco's an, Fusco's an equal opportunity whore. <laughs> You got a clit like a fucking pencil eraser. I don't know. I don't know. Does that go down well? I don't know. Just, <laughs> just throw it at the wall. See what sticks. Just keep throwing jokes out there. I'm, all right. I'm Josh for today, <laughs> by the way. I'm just going to keep throwing shit out there until something sticks. That's okay. People only remember the good ones. Speaking of sticks, uh, Del Boy's underwear. We're going to throw that at the wall until it sticks. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, okay. no, I don't know. No, no. Again, I'm I'm Josh. I'm just throwing <laughs> shit out there. <laughs> All right, so uh, do we want to do a wrap up? Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. I think we're late. We're actually going to a rock show tonight. Yeah, we got to go fucking rock our asses yeah. off. So let's do this thing. <clears throat> right, ready? Scene. So I gotta say, Fusco, that has got to be Dirtbag Olympics Part Three has kept its namesake. Um, Dirtbag Olympics, while uh, most likely the worst thing we do besides insulting service bands and associations without the correct information. <laughs> yeah, like last week. <laughs> like last week. We just went, went off <laughs> the handle. Completely made everything up. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, that'll be a different episode. We'll figure it out. Uh, um, yeah, no, this was great. This is a great Dirtbag Olympics. And I'm excited to it see was. who the audience thinks is the best Dirtbag Olympics presenter. Yeah, and we'll have them on the episode to accept an award of some sort. Yeah, it might be a. It might be a. Uh, I'm just gonna Photoshop a picture of an Olympic medal on them, <laughs> on them, yeah, and send it to them. That's their award because we're we're on a budget here, dude. We haven't yeah. started the Patreon yet. Don't worry. By the time Josh gets this 
Photoshop done by eh, I'm gonna say March, dude. I th- by episode <laughs> by episode eighty, I'll have it done. Easy. So when Aussie Broad wins this uh, in episode eighty, <laughs> you think Aussie? You think Aussie's your winner? My my, my bet is gonna be Aussie Broad. Uh, you, Aussie, you have a thought? Uh, Aussie did good. Okay, he, and, and it's got to be Aussie or Adele. This right? is I'm about to say this is completely unfair because it's only gonna be either Aussie or Adele. Nobody wants to listen to us tell shitty stories. Like, <laughs> yeah, like Ozzy or Adele are probably going to win, but I don't want to. I don't want to affect the results. So but this here, is our this is our big grab show awards. Yeah. Instead of having a big grab show award, <laughs> we have the Dirtbag Olympics. To be fair, to hear Joe say "guy wanking" is pretty impressive. That that just was, to hear those words out of his. Mouth. Well, I'm just glad that. People haven't figured out yet the whole point of Dirtbag Olympics is for us to get them saying shitty stuff and record it so we can remix it into a rap song. Right. Yeah. I mean, exactly. like, that's going to be a great hook that Joe's <laughs> saying, like, wanking, wank, 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 wanking. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> like, we're handing all these audio files over to a DJ so we can remix it into Dirtbag Olympics Part 4 is just going to be an hour of cut trap, trap music. <laughs> With people we know saying dick and wanking. <laughs> Horrible shit. And come soaked drawers. Come soaked drawers. Come soaked You guys aren't playing the long game. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the only person that figured this out was Ozzy. Was Ozzy? Yeah, well, she's, she's, she's a little too bright to hang out with us. Uh, I don't know why she likes us. She's way too smart. Why does she sit with us? Okay. I have no idea. Um, so, final thoughts, Fusco, on Dirtbag Olympics Part 3. I, I just want to say to the audience who submitted uh, stories, we appreciate it. I want to thank you personally for submitting stories and allowing us to read them on air because we couldn't do Dirtbag Olympics without you. Well, we could do some of it, but it wouldn't be nearly as fun. <laughs> Wait, what are, you, what are you saying? Easy now. We have some stories, but <laughs> but other people's stories are very Eventually, fun. I'm going to run out of stories. <laughs> <laughs> some other people got to contribute. No, I definitely want to say... Um, <sighs> This is, it's always funny to kind of shine a light on uh, the you know the the dirtier <laughs> sign, <laughs> but that's that's part of the fun, right? Like that that has to be part of the fun. And and if if nothing else of the Chain Rant podcast, we uh, will take the disgusting with the awesome, with the we're wrong, with the we're incredibly right, with everything. Like we're just uh, a really stupid yet honest show. That's. That's at least we got that. <laughs> we got it. We got. <laughs> How would you describe Chain Rant? Stupid yet honest. <laughs> so yeah, definitely uh, to second what Fusco said. Great job, everybody that sent in stories. They were fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited to start collecting them for Dirtbag Olympics Four, but I hope I hope people aren't running out of stories. They can't. It's just like getting them to. It's getting them to like loosen up. Yeah, they're gonna loosen up a bit. Yeah, yeah. But Hopefully we'll find some trust in this one. We we outed nobody. In this we outed episode. nobody. <laughs> and I will say this to our our guests and friends who uh, helped present. Uh, love you guys. Of course we do. Very much so. And our I, favorite people. Yeah, some of our favorite people in the world. And the original to the, six to the people that we didn't ask to present. You know, don't be a dick about it. Don't worry. Like <laughs> maybe next time. Yeah. Don't your B team. Yeah. Get used to it. <laughs> don't, don't don't be a whiny little girl. Listen, it's Joe Brady, Adele, fucking Ozzy Broad, and Rab. They're yeah, 18, Rab, yeah. You know what I mean? And we had a couple other 18 people who couldn't get their shit together. Oh, that's that's not true. Um, the guys from the Grace No Vortex, they recorded some. They're going to send it to us in January of 2018. <laughs> I'm sorry, January 2020. 2020. So they're going to submit some stories? Okay. Yeah. Well, we should pre-plan for that. Yeah. So we, it's ready 
It, it'll be right. It'll be in January of 2020, <laughs> right after episode 10 of the Grey Snow Vortex. Oh, Jesus Christ! This All is right. time to get out of here. Let's yeah, we, we're we're already late for a uh, satanic rock show. So, um, Fusco, I, I just want to you know thank you for all the work you've done. Thank you for you know sorting this out. And to the listeners, uh, what are you doing? Go home. Go see your family. Pet your dog. <laughs> Fusco, play us out.